Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Park Church Podcast. I'm your host, James Lapine. And on this show, during the year of 2018, we're taking time to talk with church planners and folks doing campus ministry, uh, local, nonprofit organizations, uh, people with whom we partner financially uh, in order to see their work happen. We're, we're taking time to talk with them about what it is they do and how they got started and why it's important that they do it. Um, and so these first several interviews are with the church planners that we support. We started in January with Dan Murata, who's in Richmond, Virginia. Then we spoke uh, last month with Jason Procupio, who's in Paris, France. And uh, this month, the month of March, we're talking with Dan Bartol. Uh, he and his family are in the Czech Republic in a city called Olomots. And they are uh, with an organization called Pioneers. And they're committed to uh, planting more gospel-centered churches in the Czech Republic. And so they've been over there almost two years now. I spoke with Dan to hear about... Um, how it was that God laid the Czech Republic on his heart and how he ended up over there with his family. We talked about the challenges that they faced. Uh, we talked about the successes that they've seen. Um, and we talk, I mean, we, we get real. We talk about how hard it has been to learn the language for both him and his kids and his wife. Uh, we talk about uh, when you think about leaving, when you see other people leaving and you just wonder, man, what are we doing here? This is so hard. We're trying to be church planners, but we're also trying to learn a language, and we're in a brand new culture, um, but we also got to celebrate some of the, the successes that they've seen over there, and so uh, it's a really great interview, it's it's a, a good conversation, I, I shouldn't say it's a great interview, to my own horn there, it's a great conversation with Dan, just kind of a free-flowing thing to hear about his story and, and how things are going over there, so if you're interested at all in post-post-Christian culture, as he describes it, in the Czech Republic, um, and, and kids who are believing in something-ism, they're not, they're not quite sure what it is, uh, but they don't think it's the God of the Bible, and how they've been doing ministry in that context. Um, okay, let's jump into this interview with Dan. Here he is. Well, hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Park Church Podcast. How you doing? Good, good. Coming down off a uh, two-week cold, but oh man. good. <laughs> okay, on on the uh, on its way out then I hope. Uh hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and you are in the Czech Republic and it's it's afternoon there, morning here. Um and you guys have been over in the Czech Republic for how long now? Uh about 21 months. Okay. Coming up on 2 years. Wow. That's awesome. Um so typically we start this thing off by just having uh, the person who I'm interviewing give us like a, a three to five minute, here's who I am, here's who my family is, here's what we're up to, just a, a quick snapshot of, of that. Sure, sure. I'll try to do it in that short period of time. <laughs> um, so our story kind of takes us all over the map. Um, well, yeah, I was uh, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, God rescued me in 2003, uh, right after high school. Um, shortly after that, I, uh, wound up going to a missions conference at the church I grew up in and, uh, I met a woman from Japan and she just began, began to unload on me about, uh, unreached people groups. And, uh, for those in the audience who don't know, an unreached people group is, uh, any ethno-linguistic people group that is less than 2%, uh, evangelical or gospel believing Christian. Um, so yeah, that, that just blew my little suburban American mind. And, uh, I was, uh, yeah, 
shortly after that, I was planning to head off to the Air Force. So my thought was, I'm going off to the military. Might as well go as a missionary on the government's dime. <laughs> um, but uh, because of this woman, I, I really wanted to go to Japan. And uh, so that's that's what I was gunning for. And I, that's what I asked for when they, they asked on the dream sheet, you know, where you want to go. I said, all Japan bases. And, uh, but my first duty station wound up being uh, Maelstrom Air Force Base in Montana. Oh, wow. So out in the, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I was really confused as a, a new believer. Um, God, I thought I was going to Japan. Now I'm out here. And, hmm. But uh, little did I know at the time that uh, Lisa, my wife, she was a part of the uh, church that I wound up attending. Uh, so we got to know each other a little. Um, didn't actually start dating until a few years after I left. But uh, then in '05, I was sent off to Japan, thankfully. Um, and it was there. It just, it, it just exploded my faith. I mean, some of my best friends were missionaries. Um and during that season, I, I felt the call to become a full-time uh, missionary. Uh, so I was thinking, leave, finish my enlistment and uh, go do this full-time. And specifically, we wanted to move to Thailand. So, <clears throat> yeah, in uh, trying to think linearly. <laughs> <laughs> my, my last year in Japan, I wound up dating Lisa long distance over the phone while she was in Liberia. Okay. So, well, was she a missionary uh, there? She was on a short-term medical mission trip, yeah. Okay. Um, but then after that uh, season in Japan, I wound up getting orders to Oklahoma City. <laughs> and uh, that was like night and day from what Japan was. And so I was obviously pretty sad uh, going in. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't want to leave Japan. I uh, definitely did not want to move to the Bible Belt. Yeah. But uh, Lisa and I got married in 2008. We, we moved to Oklahoma City, uh, finished off the, the last year of my enlistment. And I like to say I left the military and moved into a crack house. So we. <laughs> you have to explain that. We, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we wound up moving into a, a former crack house uh, where we, we lived in a community with other Christians. Um, so the whole purpose of being there was to, to reach out to our neighbors who were the, the gang leaders, the drug addicts and the prostitutes and whatnot. Mm. Uh, and we lived right across the street from the rescue missions. So we had a, a good system there, um, kind of a partnership with them. Um, but we had our three kids there um, in 2.4 years. Oh, my goodness. So it, it was a very fast paced season. Um, <laughs> and, and what were you doing for work at this time? Yeah, I, I had a uh, part-time then a full-time job as a medical delivery technician. So I was going to school full-time. We were doing life in that neighborhood and, uh, yeah, going working full-time. Oh, so my gosh. It was, it, it was a busy season. Yeah. Um, but I, I learned a lot there in terms of, I would say, the essential nature of the local church when it comes to the mission of God. Hmm. Uh, there was a little bit of tension there between some people just on what is the church? What is the mission of the church? Um, and so that really living there really solidified where I stood. Um, so today I see the local church as the primary means by which God advances the gospel. So, hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was a good season of growing with our family. Um, were y'all at Bridgeway at that time in Oklahoma city? Yeah. Yeah. We, we were, we were part of Bridgeway at the time while living there. Um, 
And then in 2012, I had the opportunity to do an internship with uh, our pastor there, Sam Storms, um, which was amazing. But uh, <clears throat> during that season, the the question was, you know, what what next? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm about to finish my undergrad in biblical studies, and it's like, do we just go to Thailand? Is this what? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of unknowns. And, and why um, why was it Thailand? Uh, Thailand, I I, had, I actually got to spend some time out there. Sorry, I didn't get into that. But um, no, you're good. I asked for five minutes, got, but we can go a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> I got to spend some time in Thailand, um, which really gave me a, an idea of what it would look like to train leaders in that area, because the, Thailand is a somewhat open nation surrounded by very closed nations. Hmm. And <clears throat> having gotten to know some of the, the people there, just it seemed like a good fit. Um, but then while I'm right in the middle of this internship with Sam, uh, my pastor from Japan gives me a call and uh, we just we want to talk about what what next what, what what I could be doing and so he says well you still have some money left in your GI bill why don't you go apply for seminary so he I knew he went to uh, Denver seminary so I thought well you know I'll check that out and I uh, got accepted into a degree uh, in apologetics and ethics and so as soon as I get accepted my pastor from Japan calls me right up again and says you should move with us to Czech Republic because they were actually in the process of moving there. <laughs> and you said, you, you told me to go to seminary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because you're, you're studying apologetics, why don't you move to the most atheistic nation in Europe? So um, I, I gave him the, the Christian answer of, you know, we'll pray about it, which was my, my hiding the no. <laughs> right, um, right. But uh, I, I did, I gave a nonchalant, you know, God, if you want us to go, we'll go. But um yeah, no joke. Over the course of two weeks, uh, people from the Czech Republic started coming to me in really weird s- situations. Mm. Um, I'm sitting here at the coffee shop a few days later, and I'm talking to the barista, and uh, this guy sits next to me. So we just start casual talking, and I ask where he's from. He, no, Czech Republic. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Got to know him, got to know his country a little bit. Um, and then two days later, I'm at the grocery store standing in line, and someone taps me on the shoulder, um, And which if you know the Czechs, that's a very strange thing because hmm. um, they're, not, they're not very uh, extroverted in that way. Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, this, person was, this person was new to town. They, they were just curious of things, and so I, again, did small talk, asking where they're from. Huh, Czech Republic. Uh, <laughs> And then that Sunday, we, we go to church, and I'm talking with some friends, and another friend of mine int- brings over this couple and says, oh, Dan, you should, you should meet these two. They're new. And uh, I say, oh, yeah, where are you from? Czech Republic. Okay. So wow. it was just one thing after another like that that just it really hit me. And honestly, I, even at that point, I still never wanted to visit Europe. Uh, my my heart was in, in Southeast Asia, and... Um, but it was through that that really grabbed my attention, and so uh, I we talked with Lisa. I talked with Lisa about it. Um, she was actually strangely optimistic about the idea, hmm. um, but she didn't tell me that she was dreaming about this country for about three months before we even got the invite. And uh, she knew that I was very zealous about moving to to Thailand, so she told God, you know, you want him, you want us to go, you got to tell him because. 
because I'm not going <laughs> to. So, so, yeah, that, that was kind of our big wow. uh, supernatural uh, point in that direction. And so, so, so this is 2012? To, you're, in, you're in Oklahoma City? Yes. Okay. This is 2012. Yeah. Um, so I decided to start talking to the elders at Bridgeway about it. Um, they gave me the, the thumbs up for going to seminary, going to uh, Czech Republic. We wound up getting connected to Pioneers International, which is our sending organization. And uh, they were very thorough in their uh, evaluation of us, which was hmm. a really good thing. Because hmm. um, that actually gave me opportunity to... Uh, seek counseling in a few areas while I was going to seminary at Denver. Um, and in Denver, that's, that's where we got to uh, connect with Partridge. And so <laughs> yep. that's where we got to plant some roots there. And um, yeah, we wound up being a part of one of the best small groups we've ever been a part of. And then from there multiplying and leading our own, um, which was pretty unique because uh, – Half the room would be Christian and the other half would be non-Christian, hmm. mostly from our little apartment complex. So it, it was a really cool opportunity to uh, to do mission while I'm going to school, um, while at the same time we're lightly raising support. And so, yeah, it was a really good season. But the, the idea was, like I said, to connect with our pastor from Japan, who is now in uh, Bermuda, Czech Republic. Um, but while I was going to seminary, he actually had to move back. Um, oh. he wanted moving back to Denver, to Denver where he's from. Oh, <clears throat> his uh, father-in-law has dementia and yeah, it's, it just became a really difficult time for him and his family. Mm. So there was no one really there to take care of him. So we, so they, they moved back okay. and, uh, <clears throat> We were still going to move there, but we really didn't have any direction. But then uh, I'm talking to Gary from Partridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know this guy, uh, Betjik, from uh, from Satin. Um, he knew him from the church that he was a part of uh, back in Fort Collins. So he told me I should go try to talk to him. And So I sent him an email. We started talking and realized we have a lot in common. Um, very few churches in the Czech Republic are interested in church planting. Um so this was a really unique opportunity. Um, and so I wound up talking to my boss with Pioneers, and he basically said, well, why are you still moving to Brno? Why don't you move to Olomouc? This is, a, this is a church plant of some young Czechs who are not only interested in growing the church, but multiplying. So um, that's how we got connected with them. And, uh, yeah, it was during that season we, we learned about the uh, just the – the stats of the Czech Republic. I mean, like I said earlier, my, our hearts have been for unreached peoples, but this is, uh, this people group is a lot different than what we would have found in Thailand. Hmm. Um, 70% of the population are, they label themselves as non-religious, hmm. um, which makes it the most atheistic nation in Europe. Um, and then actually a recent, uh, poll just came out and it says that 91% of the youth are label themselves as non-religious so it's, it's actually growing um but it's it's kind of funny though as we've lived here it they they kind of have this international label as atheist mm -hmm. but in reality i would say that most of them are agnostic because hmm. they don't really use the term agnostic it's it's usually i'm not christian therefore i'm i'm atheist got it so it's it's a very uh it, I, I like to call it an aggressive agnosticism. 
you're, you're aggressive about not knowing what you uh, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's, it's funny. Uh, some of the younger people call it somethingism. Huh. I believe in something. Huh. Uh, it's just not the God of the Bible. So sure. But the, through that, it's, you realize most of them don't even know because they're, they're actually a post post Christian nation. So mm. They don't even they don't even have the the Christian roots that the the massive cathedrals would would lead you to believe. Yeah, right. So they almost don't even know what they're rejecting. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Right. Huh. Um, and it's also uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, they're also not only the most non-religious country. The, they're also the most superstitious. Huh. So you see a, a lot of interesting ways that that plays itself out and. I was uh, on a tram and I saw a spider and I'm like, I hate spiders. So uh, you want to squish the spider. Yeah. And this lady just freaks out. <laughs> what? It's like, that's bad luck. I'm like, oh man, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> huh. So the, it, it's not a closed off uh, scientific materialistic culture. No, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a country full of Richard Dawkins's. Yeah. It's a, it's a post-communist nation of people who don't really have a foundation in biblical Christianity. Huh. It's, when they think of Christianity, they think of medieval Catholicism because that's really the only connotation they have because of all the relics and all the um, the massive cathedrals. And so that's that's really all they have. Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because like a lot of their traditions, even though a lot of them are very pagan. Yeah. Um, like Easter and Christmas have, have a lot of pagan influence here. I mean, some Christians in the USA, we have that, but it's just, just come over here and you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they, um, they, there's like a mixture of pagan and Christian. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really strange. Um, Tell us, so you team up with the, with the pastor there in Olmots and yeah, yeah. And so tell us about the church and what you guys are doing there. Um, yeah, just explain that a little bit more. So I came on here uh, with Metro Church as a, as a pastor slash missionary. Okay. Um, so our, our whole purpose of being here is to be a support for this church for the sake of growing and, and multiplying. Um, so I think our... <clears throat> Our first and primary duty coming in was to be a full-time learner. Yeah. Because for, I can't tell you how many missionaries I've talked to who have this. They, they have a strong zeal and the, just a gung-ho attitude, but really they're they're coming in trying to make changes, trying to yeah, just trying to make a difference, but they're not doing it the check way. Hmm. And so they're not being effective. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, some of them aren't. Some of them wouldn't even learn the language, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, it, it is a very hard language to learn. So I understand, but that's actually one of the the main reasons why I've seen a lot of families leave is because of stressors that come with not understanding the culture, not understanding, and not just not understanding, but being um, being pressed down by the the weight of the culture and the mm -hmm. language. Mm -hmm. It can be extremely stressful. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something you're still in process with, right? 
Yeah, yeah. The the language is uh, <laughs> the language is something else. Um, <laughs> I mean, as a church planter, I, being a church planter is hard. Yeah. But being a church planter in a cross cultural context <laughs> is very hard. <laughs> oh man. So you're taking language classes and just doing the best you can to learn that language first. Yeah, yeah. Um, first thing I did when I moved here was uh, join the university. Um, okay. I took a, an intensive course where I was going to school five five days a week, three hours a day, and wow. it was it was intense. But the the problem was I was learning so much of the grammar, and I'm realizing this as an academic. Um, you can you can you can memorize a lot. You can learn a lot in terms of grammar, but language is much more like playing the piano than it is a memory game. Hmm. And that's, it doesn't matter if you're, it doesn't matter if you're really smart or um, a simple person uh, learning a language. Anyone can learn a language, but it's, it's not as um, simple as a, as a science. It's hmm. not as uh, structured as a science. It's a science and an art. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you, you don't just learn the rules and then you're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Huh. That sounds so familiar. That's, that's, that's a, that's a lesson I had to learn through the university was as I, I learned the grammar, I'm still not speaking as well as I thought. And yeah. a lot of it has to do with having the right expectations of yourself. Sure. So that's, that's, that's a big thing too, is coming in with uh, a, a, a right state of mind as to what to expect. And so how are your kids doing more, with it? Yeah, that's, they're probably about the same as us at this point. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, some people say that the kids will learn very quickly. And in some cases, yes. Um, I'm learning that there's a difference between immersion and submersion. Hmm. Um, in, in terms of immersion, you're, you're, you're fully in the culture. You're fully in the language but you have room to come back and breathe. Mm. But in submersion, you you don't have room to breathe hour by hour, and that's kind of what we feel like our kids are at this point. Yeah, sure. um, they're they're going to national school, so their teachers don't speak English, hmm. and that's probably been our biggest uh, challenge here. Our, our biggest struggle has been with the kids. Hmm. Um, we've been we've been going out of our way to make sure we're a good support at home. But it can be very uh, taxing when your kids are crying that they don't want to go to school, and mm. your your heart goes out to them because you're like, yeah, I mean, this, it sucks. But, right, right. Uh, but we're but here. But at the same time, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You 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 got to latch on to that that wider vision as to why you're here, mm. and that's actually why I've seen I've seen about six families leave in the last eight months. Wow, and a lot of them. I would say most of them left because of some of the struggles we're dealing with right now. But um, something I, I, I see lacking is the the vision and support hmm. for being here. Hmm. Like for us, I, I, I know that our, our vision for being here is to exalt Christ through the planting of gospel center churches. That's that's what we knew going in. That's what we were holding on to now. And that's what we're praying for for the future. And um by the grace of God, we also have a good support team, not only through our church, but um, who are mostly, if not all, Czechs. But we have a, a team with our 
organization in the country. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who, who get you and some people who don't, but still sympathize. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so has real talk, has the thought of leaving crossed your minds? Is it something you've talked about? I would say it's come across. Yeah. I mean, it's on the hard days, especially, especially, especially the hard days, yeah. especially when you see, you see someone leave hmm. and I, I won't lie. I've shed a lot of tears here. Hmm. You, you see people leaving and you're like, man, it's that you, you read that text from Jesus where he said the workers are, the, the workers are few. And oh, wait, no, no, no. Yeah. The, sorry. <laughs> Harvest is plentiful. Labors are few. There, there it is. Uh, yeah. There's that sickness coming up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you think of that, those words, you know, it's, it's, it's true. There's just very few people here mm-hmm. and, and they and keep leaving. People leaving for, yeah. They keep leaving. Yeah. Right. So huh. we're, we're actually praying for more people. We're praying for more church planters and more laborers. Yeah. Um, we actually have a few that are, I think we have, Two, two or three singles that are some, we have a few prospects coming in through pioneers. Cool. Which is pretty, yeah. 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 Nice. So, so biggest way we can pray for y'all right now would be, it it sounds like encouragement. (laughs) Um, but, but practically learning the language, uh, for both you and your kids, what else comes to mind? Yeah. Language, um, I would say the balance of the balance of language and ministry. Yeah. Um, the, the two can overlap, but sometimes you find yourself doing one when you're not doing the other. Um, so it, it really is a balancing act of prioritization here. I mean, that's, that's just true in ministry in general, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I would say continued growth and gospel centrality in prayer with our church. Hmm. Um, yeah. The it's, it's, it's interesting because the the Mar- if, you, if you know anything about the Moravian movement uh, of uh, missionaries, uh, that that came right out of where we are right here in Olomouc and in the Moravian region. So, it's it's kind of interesting to see such a a massive revival that took place in this region, but now suddenly in this in this time we we're mostly atheists. So, mm. when did that revival so we're, we're, happen? We're praying for that. Kind of uh, a couple hundred years ago. Okay. I don't have exact dates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're praying for something similar to happen today. Yeah. 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 So praying for revival. Um, and I know it's going to come through prayer, so it's it's funny because you, you look at the – I was talking about that poll that recently came out. Uh, it, I think it was about 10% of the population had prayed in the last year or something like that. Huh. I think it's even less than that. Wow. So, yeah, I guess but, if, uh, if 70% are non-religious, then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. I, I, I gave, I gave, a, I gave a lot of uh, the challenges, but I would say we've also seen some really encouraging things happen. I yeah. mean, yes, uh, the language is hard, but we are better today than we were 21 months ago. Right. Um, our, our small group that we're hosting here, uh, we actually multiplied last season. Cool. Um, yeah. And, uh, again, we, we have a church here that, that wants to plant more churches. Right. So having that is, is encouraging in a country that 
I mean, as you get to know the other churches in the city, it's, it feels like we're the only game in town that wants to do that. Huh. And, and everyone else is just trying to collect people to themselves. Is that the idea? Yeah. And, okay. and that's really a culture. That's really a cultural thing. Hmm. Um, during the communist era, it was, it was, it was very difficult to be a Christian. And so the churches would become very internally focused. So it's kind of a hunker down the hatches so we can, hmm. so we can maintain. But the thing is, if you're not moving forward, you're, you're dying. Yeah. And that's been the truth of the, the church here. So, so fear-based and, uh, mentality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a very big thing here. Huh. Um, which to but some degree the, is is understandable but, based based on what they've come out of. Yeah. 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 It really is. So and one of the reasons why I bring up gospel centrality is just being able to have a grasp of what we're for. Yes. And what we what we want to pursue instead of okay, we're against these things, we don't want to be like the culture in this way. It's like, yeah, yeah. But what are we for? We're right. For Jesus. Right. <laughs> right. And, and his person, his work, and uh, actually, another positive is uh, in the last three weeks, I, I've met a, a young student. He's been a Christian for about three years. Comes out of a town about forty-five minutes north of here, but uh, he wants to plant churches. He wants to be a future church planter. Mm. So, and he's very zealous to be poured into, which I'm. I've been praying for that for a while, so I'm kind of excited. Man, that's great. Good, good to hear about good things happening amid, amidst the challenges. And I know that, that God is using y'all and, and, and working through y'all. So to hear about the group multiplying and to hear about this guy uh, coming and basically asking to be mentored towards playing churches. I mean, uh, you know, God, God obviously wants to use y'all in that country. And so it's really encouraging to hear how he's already doing that. Um, Let's do this. I know you have to go soon because you have people coming over for small group. So, uh, let me yeah, ask I think you got about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll ask you a couple of rapid fire questions because we, we like sure. to end on a fun note. And, uh, and then if there's anything else you want to share at the end, uh, you're welcome to do that. Or if not, then you'll just have a minute of breathing space before people show up at your house, which I know I would appreciate if I were you. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, but yeah, favorite uh, favorite TV show, movie, and or book that you've watched or read recently? What's some kind of content that you've interacted with that you've enjoyed? Okay, um, let's start with a book. I'm, uh, I, I haven't read The Lord of the Rings since high school, so I picked that up. Um, nice. Yeah, I just finished The Fellowship, but... It's, it's funny, like, as you're reading this book, you, and you've seen the movies so many times, you, yeah. it's hard to detach yourself from Peter Jackson. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, it's not a big thing, because the movies are great, but at the same time, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, the, the book is amazing, but it's right. you, you visualize the characters not in the way you would starting fresh. <laughs> the, the Lord of the Rings movies are great. The Hobbit movies, eh, not so good. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's great. I, I love it. Uh, I love hearing about fiction that people are reading. I feel like so often on these, on these podcast interviews, people are reading, uh, theology or, you know, nonfiction stuff. And so I, I think it's just good to remind people to read fiction. It's good for your imagination. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm theology. I'm, I'm reading the Institute, so I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not putting off theology. There you go. <laughs> 
Halfway through volume one right now. So. Oh man! Wow. That's that's one of those books you just go paragraph by paragraph and you just eat it up. It's it's sweet. Yeah. But yeah. Um, on TV, uh, Lisa and I have been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay. Um, I have not yet found a show that I could say I like more than The Office, but I think I found <laughs> it with this show. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't think I've laughed to the point of an ab workout in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> And you probably need that after a long day of trying to oh, learn man. the language. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. Those are those are some good laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> uh, and then uh, movies. We've been last one. Let's see. We went to see Black Panther. Oh, that nice. Was, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was good. How does that work in the Czech Republic? Uh, it's you got to catch early. Okay. So if you catch it early, it'll be in English with. Check subtitles. Okay. But if you go a few weeks out, it's it's only going to be in check. Gotcha. Gotcha. That was a great movie. Highly recommend yeah. that one. Um, okay, next question. iPhone or Android? Uh, iPhone. Glad to hear it. Uh, what's the best meal that you've had recently? Uh, I would say spichkova. What's that? Which is a, it's a Czech dish. Um, it's actually my favorite Czech food. Uh, it's a, like a creamy sauce where the meat is stewed in there all day long. Ooh. So the meat is really, uh, it falls apart and, and then they, they put that on your plate together with, uh, dumplings, which are a, a very dense bread. Yeah. And then they'll put, uh, a little bit of whipped cream and cranberry sauce on the side with a, with an orange slice. Huh. Man, it's, it's just, it's very dense, very heavy, but. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Is it any kind of meat? Uh, it can be pork. It can be beef. Okay. Uh, really depends. Okay. Gotcha. Whew. All right. I'm hungry now. Um, what, <laughs> what, what's the nerdiest thing that you're into right now? Like the thing that you don't want to tell me about? Uh, let's see. It kind of goes with the Black Panther thing. My My son and I were big into superhero movies and... So yes. we're, we're hyped up for we're hyped up for Infinity War. Yes, nice. But uh, I think this one we're going to probably have to shield his eyes a few t- more times than usual. So. Oh, really? Okay. I haven't seen the previews. We'll, we'll or see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I think I think a lot of people are going to die in this one, so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, another thing. I kind of realized this myself because I've been. I've been going to the gym a lot more lately over the last seven, eight months, and uh, I found the Power Rangers theme song to be really motivating. <laughs> the Go, Go, Power Rangers. Yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. Wow. I'll tell you what, when those guitar riffs in the beginning of the song hit, you're just ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I was going to say, whenever we first hopped on the call and you had your video up, you're, you're looking good, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I lost about 60 pounds since the last time everyone back home saw me. Wow. All right. Even with eating the, the spitchava or whatever you called it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. you got to fit it in your budget here. <laughs> <laughs> your caloric budget. Nice. Um, okay, last one for you. If you could put a billboard anywhere in the world, where would you put it and what would it say? Oh, man. I felt so ready for the others. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like to end with this one. You can you can take a couple seconds if you need to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you tend to want to go the Christian route, and then I'm like, what about the, the philosophical route or the sure. the funny? Sure. I mean, I would put I would put it on the edge of town as people are leaving because. The 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 cities here it's either it's either you're in civilization or you're out of civilization so hmm. it'd be on the edge of town as people are leaving so they can think about it and I think it would say question everything except for this billboard <laughs> there you go paradoxical I like it <laughs> um, okay anything else that you want to share before we sign off no no I, I just we appreciate you guys and we love Park Church and we, we pray for you guys often. So we're, we're grateful for y'all. Right back at you. And we're excited to uh, hopefully send some folks your way soon. We've been talking with Neil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Uh, we have a we have an event coming up in September. Yeah. So yep. I don't know how many people are already uh, on board with that, but we, we need about three to seven people. So if anybody's right. listening, <laughs> sign up. <laughs> if anybody's listening, email Neil at neil at yes. parkchurchdenver.org and uh, let him know you're interested. We'll be posting this thing probably today or tomorrow. So uh, it's it's March, what, 28th or something today. So that gives people mm-hmm. some time to uh, consider it and maybe, you know, throw the Christian, I'll pray about it, but really no on it or whatever you need to do. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Dan, man. Really good to catch up and really good to hear your whole story. I'd never heard the whole thing. And so um, cool to hear how God has been working in your life and pointing you guys to the Czech Republic for so long and now has you over there. And yeah, just praying that language acquisition would be quick and that, uh, for you and your children and that you guys would be um, encouraged, that you see more encouraging things happening over there and that God would continue to use y'all. Um, so yeah, much love, man, to you and your family. And hopefully we'll talk soon. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to this month's episode of the Park Church Podcast. Again, if you want to learn more about Dan and Lisa and their kids and the work that they're doing in the Czech Republic, go to bartolfamily.com, B-A-R-T-O-L family.com. You can learn more about them and, and learn how to pray for them or support them financially. If you want to check out any of the resources that we mentioned on the show, you can go to parkchurchdenver.org slash park-podcast and uh, find Dan's picture, click on it, and that will get you into the show page. You can also listen to other interviews that we've done there. Uh, and if you like this show, I'd ask that you share it with a friend. Uh, throw it on your on your Facebook page or Twitter or whatever, or just text somebody and say, hey, I think you'd like this episode. Uh, we really appreciate your efforts to, to share the show and to grow it and uh, help more and more people learn about what God is doing throughout the world. So. Uh, Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next month with another uh, interview with a church planner that we're supporting. And so, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you then. Take care. Bye.